for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19 We want to thank our sponsor, Noonday Exploration. Noonday helps family by purchasing oil and gas royalties from estates. For more information, call 903-530-9352 or go to noondayexploration.com. Well, I am very excited about our program today. It is, I felt spiritual battle for the last two days over this. We are going to be talking about how to stand against porn. And that is such a tricky and timely topic for our culture today. And I'm really excited. I have two people on the show that are willing to talk so openly. And so I just want to welcome you today, Dave and Barb Howe. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you for having us on the show. Well, Glad I to be here. <laughs> I it's a it's a thrill for me. I I have just so my listeners know, we have probably six pages of bio on these two people, and I usually have women, but lately I've had a lot of men on the show, so I'm getting used to that. But I've never had two guests at once. Last time I did something with more than one person, I had a co-host, which. I thought made it a little easier for me, but today I'm like stretching. And the reason I'm doing this is I met Dave and Barb together at Mount Hermon. They're both authors. I'm going to give just a little bit of y'all's background. I hope I don't embarrass you too much. Dave Howe is an author, speaker, musician, consultant, retreat leader, and a regional group leader for Pure Desire Desire Ministries. In your bio, one of the things that really jumped out at me, because I know my husband will relate to this, Dave, is you were an organizer for Billy Graham Prayer in New York after the 9-11 tragedy. So, I mean, you have this amazing history. And then I know your beautiful wife because we're all together, but she is a writer of her own. In fact, her, I don't want to, I'm going to mention it now in case I forget later. Her book or where you can find her book is spirituallegacymemoir.com. Is that still a good address for your work? Yes, that is where I'm, I'm posting blogs. Um, I'm focusing on the connection between grandparents and grandchildren. I love what you're writing. I'm, I'm was searching, you know, today and in the, the days leading up to the show for the things I wanted to share about you. And honestly, there was so much I had a really hard time deciding. What I think is most noteworthy about Barb is when I met them, I did not know that one of the things that they were sharing about was how to get free of porn addictions, but I never would have guessed that. I mean, you could easily never tell that to anyone, your story and your history and your experience with this 
thing that we all are facing, you could have just let that go and like everybody else pretended like it wasn't happening. Instead, years ago, you started seeing it for what it was and you started dealing with it and y'all dealt with it together. And I love that. I'm so grateful for that, you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I want to mention now, you've written a book called, oh, I have it here. Well, actually, I'm looking at the book, so let me just pull it. Live Pure and Free, The 90-Day Game Changer with Dave Howe. And it's on Amazon.com. And here's one of the things. I, I'm, I have this book. It's a workbook style book. It's $18.99. It's real. It's gritty. It's full of hope. That's just one review. And, Dave, I could go on. Like I said, I've got six pages of bio on both of y'all. But um, the thing that struck me the most as I was researching, trying to decide what I wanted to share with my, my friends, my listeners, the thing that struck me the most about your book is it was one review after another by pastors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so rare and amazing and beautiful, but it does tell us we are living in a culture that is really struggling with this. So what we do on this show is I'm going to begin today just by letting y'all tell your story. Do you mind starting? Sure, sure. Like, where do you want to start? Uh, well, I'll start with my, I was also addicted to porn and um, uh, it was getting really bad. And so I went to a men's meeting. It was a, uh, it was called, uh, I forget the name of it right now, but it was it was a Saturday morning meeting where testimonies were given, and uh, it was a time when you could make a commitment to really turn your life over to Christ and and give up porn or or any sexual sin. Really, was all about that. And so in, that's in 2004. Uh, I made that commitment and went through a group myself. A church group myself and while I was going through it I thought you know this is something we need at back at our church but it seemed like sexual issues were never even brought up at our church so I was able yeah. to find another man who also wanted to start a group and the Lord really put us together and so in 2006 we started a purity group at our church I love it that you were willing to do that you you really were on the cutting edge of that opportunity because and if i'm if i'm understanding in your book that at your church was that called four men only or is that something different well we call the group the church is a grace church but the name of our group was four men only okay i love it <laughs> i love that yeah. and i i know from barb's story that she's been so kind to share with me tell us a little bit about how you knew there was a problem in your home and and maybe just tell how y'all fell in love. I love that part of your story, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the how we fell in love story, um, that was one of the favorite ones that we we like to tell. And that was, you know, that was decades ago. But um, we, we actually met um, quite by chance. We met at a, a singles dance. And, um, well, without going into a long story let's just say that we both kind of got swept off our feet by one another you you look honestly when i saw it when i met y'all y'all were together and it felt like y'all had been 
made for each other. Y'all, y'all are just the cutest couple ever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we always attributed our meeting to divine intervention. <laughs> so, so we kind of knew God was in it right from oh. the beginning. And, um, you know, that was great. I think we had a lot of things in common. We had, you know, pretty similar um, faith backgrounds from our families. Um, we both love the arts. Dave is a musician, and I'm into the visual arts more. Mm-hmm. Um, we enjoy doing a lot of the same things together. We're pretty adventurous when we travel. We like to really explore the area that we're in. We tend not to go to touristy places. We would prefer to go and just learn about the culture and just really immerse ourselves in the places that we are. Uh, I think for me, that gives me a lot of content for stories that I like to write. You you know what I like about that word adventurous for y'all? I picked up on that immediately when I met you. And, and you know, I even use that in a, we've, I've used that in an email to you. But what I love about that word is it really conveys that together you're, you're so courageous together. That, that that actually, I believe, God wired you for that, for this very purpose. I mean, how beautiful is that, that he is raising up people to come against what is such a terrible burden to our culture now? I, I, think, that's, I think that's true, and I think um, part of being adventurous means that sometimes you have to be very humble, as mm-hmm. in a case like this where no one will talk about issues of pornography, especially among people in the church. Yes. But, you know, we know it's there. We know the statistics are there that, you know, there's no denying it anymore. But it also um, it, it also means that we have to put God above anything that we have going on. And we have to be willing to step out and speak what he is telling us. Mm-hmm. We have to, first off, we have to know what he's telling us, and then we have to be willing to share that. Mm. I love that. Well, okay, so you met him, y'all swept each other off your feet. <laughs> You're, you, and yet, like all families and all couples in love, you hit those roadblocks along the way that we all hit where family life gets stressful. So tell me a little bit about that. And we only have about two minutes. So when we come back, we're going to focus more on some of the symptoms of porn, but give me about a minute on how stress came into your family. Cause I think people looking at you might think you have the perfect family. <laughs> well, that may be, that may be true, but um, we just, we had a lot of things happening in our extended family. And, um, you know, we were both working full time mm-hmm. and we, um, mm, a son who was like in his early teens and into his teens. And, you know, we were, you know, we just, there was just a lot going on and there were a lot of pressures on us. And I think at that point, um, you know, we were, we were busy. We were occupied with a lot of things. And I started noticing, you know, little, you know, little, just little symptoms of things like, you know, yeah, maybe we weren't quite as close as we had been. Maybe we weren't, you know, we always shared things together. Mm-hmm. We always talked together. We always had very good communication, but I could just feel that, oh, maybe we weren't quite as close as we had been at, at you know, in the earlier years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I started finding things like, mm, 
you know, maybe there was, you know, a stack of, um, uh, oh, just some imagery or some things around the house that, uh, oh, that wasn't quite right. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we come back, I want to talk some more about that. Okay. Because I, I know how Dave talks about you, and I know how much he loves you. And I, I think that is an issue for women. When we discover things that make us uncomfortable, we wonder if our husband loves us. So we're going to talk about that. But before we go to the break, I want to just say, don't forget, this wonderful book is available, and it's a workbook-style book. You're going to love it. It's Live Pure and Free, The 90-Day Game Changer with Dave Howe. It's available on Amazon. We'll be right back. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly, with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of Dynamic Women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet.
Welcome back. We're talking to David and Barb. Dave, sorry. My husband's named David, so I just do that automatically. <laughs> Dave and Barb Howell. And we've been talking about porn and how it is everywhere in our culture. It's attacking all families. Families in the church are not talking about it because it's so it's so much a part of our intimate relationship that we really feel self-conscious talking about it. But the thing I don't want us to forget as y'all talk and tell us the story i don't want us to forget that our sons are under attack also so what y'all are doing by just even talking about it is so brave and adventurous and courageous it makes me so happy to know that we'll have resources out there people can be using in their small groups or their family um I want to talk a little bit about if you don't mind i want you to talk about how you went because all what I pick up on in your story is this thread of how much y'all loved each other and still love each other and always loved each other. Mm-hmm. So there, that love has never waned, even though you have frustrating moments, as we all do in marriage. You were still always committed to the process of loving each other, even when it was difficult. So then you hit this snag where, you, Barb, you get this. You know, you find a few things in the closet or in the, you know, hidden away in a drawer that just sort of make you uncomfortable. And and so, David, tell us a little bit about how how that felt from your perspective. Like you were bombarded in our culture with all this stuff, and you began to think it's okay. Tell me how that worked. Yeah, it was just uh, it's so easy to get at and. Uh, for example, pornography is very much aimed at how the, a man's brain works, you know, seeking adventure and excitement and, uh, and lust. So, it, you know, you, it's, it develops your lust and encourages it, and the society is so geared to lust. So I was just sucked into it, uh, uh, and it just kept getting worse, and... Uh, until I finally, you know, surrendered it. Well, because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't like things controlling my life. Ah. I had to quit cigarettes because I used to be addicted to cigarettes too. And I just hated something controlling my life like that. So, Well, let me ask you this because I, I know, I mean, I have people that say, well, if it's soft porn, it's okay. And if it's consenting adults, it's okay. And then we had all that... Um, you know, Fifty Shades, and that's kind of like people would laugh about that being their their secret thing that they thought was entertaining. So, so I think even in the church, our senses about this has gotten dull. So when people say to you, "Well, it's a little bit is okay," how, what do you say? How do you respond to that? Well, I believe that it's not okay at all, I, and it is very countercultural. Like you say, to mm. say no to the world's view of sex. Uh, shows like Bachelor and Bachelorette and mm. uh, Netflix, a lot of R-rated things on Netflix, or Fifty Shades, all of that, I say, don't go there. It's not what God intended for our sexual life, which is between the husband and the wife. Well, when you were being tempted and the devil was lying to you and telling you it's going to be okay, what I mean, in your thinking, I know you never quit loving Barb. So how, in your mind, what made that little, you just thought she's not going to find out? 
Well, yes. I mean, that's, I noticed that I felt that way. And a, a lot of guys that I've had in groups thought that, oh, it's okay because it's not bothering anybody. And I'm doing that on the side privately. So somehow yeah. that makes that okay. But what I didn't know is that it was having an effect on our relationship and my view of women and, and encouraging lust and lust is, uh, is very destructive. You get into a lust track that's very destructive to you and people around you. Well, I want to, I want, I don't want this, this show goes really fast. So I'm going to say this here. I know the end of this story and I've been around you guys as a couple and I've been around you individually at the same Mount Hermon retreat that we were all at. And I never got any creepy vibes from you ever. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, that's important because men think yeah. that women don't know this stuff, but we really notice. And from my point of view, Barb, I'd be curious to see if you can add to this. But from my point of view, sometimes I'll get a creepy vibe, and I'm just, you know, an old lady. It's not like I'm Barbie or anything. And then um, also sometimes I'll see a deadness behind a man's eyes that makes me sad, and I think I wonder if he's doing porn. So, Barb, mm-hmm. you... Tell me how you responded and what your experience was in this situation. Well, I know that during that most difficult time, I was really kind of at a loss for what to do. But God is really good because Mm -hmm. just about that time, I had an opportunity to hear Ann Graham Lott speaking about a time in her life where she was falling out in love with her husband. But she would not consider divorce. And that was kind of the stand, that was the stand that I took. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that happen. And I followed Ann Graham Lotz's lead. And what she did was she started looking in the Bible and searching out every reference she could find about marriage. So I started doing that and I started praying out of the Bible those references about marriage over wow. what was going on in our life. And um it wasn't long after that when um, Dave talked to me one Saturday morning and said, you know, I'm going to go to a men's meeting. It was the battle by Dr. Irv Wolf. And he, that was, that was God's answer was that he worked on Dave's heart and got wow. him on that path. Well, I, I know this for sure. God's word does not return void. What that means is there's so much power available to us in the truth that is in the Bible. And I love it. I mean, I've got chills hearing you talk about praying for your family, for your marriage, for your husband by being inspired what is written in, in the Bible. That That's amazing, Barb. You're, you're an amazing woman. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I do talk about being at that cliff where you're looking over the edge of the cliff thinking it's, you, you know, do I want a divorce or not? And you're thinking about jumping off the cliff. So I know what that's like to look over the side of the cliff and then take a step back. It's not easy to do that. And I, I'm really proud of y'all in this situation for working together to get where you are today. Y'all are amazing. Not only have you managed to put your marriage in, into such a great spot, worked together to bring that about. But you're helping people all around you, and now you've written this wonderful book, Dave. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I, I'm so okay. proud proud of you. It just goes to show what God will do if you'll just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Well, I know, I know we're going to run out of time before this 
before your story is really finished. So I want to invite you back. I want you to come back and tell us all that you've learned. What we don't have time for today, but we will get to next time, is I want to hear you talk about what you've learned from other men in this situation and other women. So that is just a little, and I think we're going to call that episode the game I'm not sure. It's going to have something to do with game-changing the battle over porn. So I'm not sure what our title will be for that next episode, but I want my listeners to know to look for that. I think in this one we're going to call it something like purity and porn. I'm not sure. But this is all going to be about freedom for men because that, to me, is the biggest issue. I know in your book, oh, I love some of your titles, and and uh, one of them that I, I really want people to read is, well, first of all, I want to say this about your book. It's so great. It's in little, succinct chapter chapters that are just like two pages. I mean, any it's like Jesus calling only. It's that quick. And yeah, you, it's Jesus calling for men. <laughs> yeah, and then you, it really kind of is, only the stories are not quite as, I don't know, they're just more down-to-earth, maybe is yeah. the word I'm looking for. They're every bit as spiritual, but they're more down-to-earth. So one is hiding from God. You you take on this idea of traumatic events in the childhood, and, and I, I wanted to say this. I think you know John Drury as well, but he wrote a book called Lord, I Feel So Small, and he was just on my show recently talking about how rejection makes men feel unworthy and unable to cope with their life and insignificant. So don't miss that episode. If, as for my listeners, I want them to be sure and look for that one with John Drury. But you mentioned rejection too, Dave. I was so glad you did. You talk about the man cave. But okay, I'm flipping to the back of the book because I know we're going to run out of time. We've only got about three minutes le- left. One of the things you talk about is how our dreams are subconscious. Can you give me about a one-minute synopsis of what you say about that? What our dreams are subconscious. No, our dreams are uh, subconscious. Oh, like, yes. Oh, you know what? I, I talk about uh, dreams in here because it often comes up in group where a man is working on his purity and he's doing quite well uh, in his conscious life. But then at night, he still has these wild uh, sexual dreams. And then he comes to the group, and he's all guilty. And so those dreams uh, will fade. They will fade. The longer you stay away from porn or, or any sexual sins, the dreams will fade and become you know, quieter and more normal. So I encourage. So I wanted to mention that insight yes. in the book so guys are aware that Gee, I seem to be making progress, and now, you know, my dreams are crazy. So, so that's my dreams. When you come, when you come back for another show, where I'm gonna get get you tons of wisdom from you guys. But one of the things we'll talk about is accountability partners for wives and husbands. I know from my own experience, my dreams changed after I became a believer. So I do know that putting uh, God's word, the Bible, in your heart and mind can clear even your subconscious i know that for sure but it does yeah. take time thank yeah, you for sharing time. so much hope and encouragement before i have to say goodbye to y'all i hate it thank you so much for being on the show thank you for having, thank us. You for having us well i want to thank our sponsor noonday exploration if you would like any more information you can go to davehow.org that's org for organization and you can also find all the stuff we offer on Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E dot com. 
Thank you for joining us at Camp Crabby Fireside Talk Radio, where we ponder all the tried and true stuff women store in their hearts. Thank you for joining us today, where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.